0: Hey guys, welcome to the Launch and Scale podcast. I'm Kirsten Ross and this podcast we talk about best practices when it comes to launching and scaling your physical product brand online. Whether you're doing Kickstarter or even launching your own brand online, we help you with best foundational practices and conversations around helping you build a brand that you can sell or at basic support your lifestyle so that you can quit your nine to five and live life on your terms super excited you can dive into more resources and previous episodes at kirsten.com hey guys welcome to part two of the how to launch your product online mini series that i'm doing over the course of the next three weeks this is part two last week if you missed it I did part one, so that is now available on YouTube. I'll be sure to link that in the description of this video. I had some issues going live on Facebook, so this may not be the original post, but that is okay, because it's the same content. So, hope you guys are doing well today. Just to recap what part one talked about is part one was getting clear on what your vision is and why are you really getting clear on why you're launching your product online and what you're looking to create, um, really starting from that product launch. And then we started to take a look at really um, defining who your customer avatar is or the ideal person that's going to be buying your product. Um, And then we moved into start talking a little bit about... uh, seeing your customer and your product in terms of serving a, like helping your customer get to their desired situation through your product. And so a lot of these foundations that we're talking about, um, and again, if you uh, are enjoying this content, give it a big thumbs up below, or just comment on the video. and so getting really clear on your messaging and looking at your product in terms of it solving a very specific uh, need in someone's life, I find that there are so many business owners that even if you're two years into your journey or, or whatnot, um, ultimately your success is going to be stifled by you not actually asking yourself these foundational level questions. So that was really part one. If you missed it, it will be uh, below... Uh, or head over to YouTube for part one. So, what is part two about? Part two is about now that we've taken a look at the foundations, really getting clear on who your customer is and the desired situation of your product. Which I will give an example if you if you're just like coming in now for part two. But we're actually building on that. And so, week part two is about how do we actually build up a wait list of customers ready to buy your product on the first day that you launch, and even why is this important? Why should you care about this? So um, let's talk about why a wait list. So at least 70% of people that I get on a strategy session, so again, if you are looking to um, actually work with me to launch your product, you can head over to workwithkr.com and let's talk. So, like majority of people I speak to um, that come come to have a session with me to talk about their product launch goals, a lot of them are like, cool, yeah, I'll uh, launch my website next week and then start driving traffic. And um, what I've learned from my Kickstarter days is you really want to make sure that you are building up a wait list of people well ahead of time. This is super important because the really there's a... It's pretty archaic the way people are approaching product launches. People generally will have an idea. They won't test that idea. They'll just think, oh my gosh, this thing is gonna be a great idea. My mom thinks it's awesome. And then they go and spend thousands of dollars on this product, buying inventory, then to start selling it. And unfortunately, they then are the ones fast-track 12 months that are now stuck with 4,000 units in their basement because they didn't do the groundwork of starting to really market a product at the same time as in development to really make sure that people are going to buy your product but also to make sure that you fully understand who is going to buy your product. Um, This is really the basis of marketing. Not only you don't absolutely want to um, have a product and assume it's going to sell, you really have to understand what problem is it solving in someone else's life and why are they going to buy your product? So by you building up a wait list of people is not only going to ensure that you actually have sales on the very first day that you launch your storefront or your Kickstarter campaign and then building on that momentum, but it's going to make sure that you are asking really key fundamental questions on is my product actually going to sell? Why is my product going to sell? Why are people going to buy my product? So building a wait list before you launch helps you mitigate risk and make sure that your launch is going to be successful. The risky way of launching products before is really just having an idea, buying inventory, and then trying to sell it. That's the backwards, wrong, old way of doing things. So you really want to have a waitlist of people. So this video is about how do you build up this waitlist for a product that technically doesn't exist yet. Maybe you just have a prototype and you need to start marketing it. So when I look at, um, fundamentals of building awareness for something, how it works is you want to Um, weeks or months before you launch, you want to start telling people about your product and starting to build up excitement for the product that is coming. I like to look at this a lot like um, a new blockbuster film that's about to hit theaters. Like these people that have spent millions of dollars creating the next Avatar movie don't just drop Avatar in theaters. No, like they have a teaser video, they have commercials, they're doing a press run, like they're doing all these things months in advance to make sure that the box office that first weekend is going to be sold out for that film. And that's how they really like the the film industry has it on lockdown for how to release a blockbuster hit and having crazy sales from that first day. So if you treat your product launch and building a wait list kind of like a blockbuster film that's coming out, um, how do you do it? So you, to build a tribe, you need to have one spot online where people are able to sign up and get product updates and updates on like when you're, when you're launching. And the traditional way to do this is to build an email list. Um, email list, build a social media following, but ultimately you wanna have people coming to being funneled into one central spot online, which for me, I love the email list. Email is a one-on-one point of communication to really make sure that you're communicating launch updates. It's not enough to just be building up an Instagram following because unfortunately, people are only going to be getting updates that you send out if they happen to show up on the, to be on Instagram scrolling and they see it on the feed. Whereas the inbox is still something somewhere where people go to get very specific newsworthy information. So have a central spot online is the very first thing, is you need to have a strategy around how am I going to get people to join my email list. Um, How that looks, and because I'm repurposing this audio to a podcast, I'm not gonna do a visual on here, but you wanna set up a website or a landing page, which is a one-page website that has some product information on it and a spot for people to sign up to get updates. So very simply, like hey, uh, Sago Mini is launching soon on Kickstarter. Enter your email below to save 30% off when we go live. Something super simple with a nice image. And that will be on your website so that when you are talking to a friend, you could say, yeah, you could sign up at, uh, I'm just using Sago Mini as an example because I worked with them a few years back. But you say, yeah, if you just go to like sagomini.com slash Kickstarter, you can get all the information and sign up for our email list to not only get discounts but also like behind the scenes information right so that's having that central hub that central spot online to funnel any and all conversations you have to a landing page to then build your email list and kind of take it from there so then the next step is okay well how do i actually get people to my website there are two ways to do this and again if you are um, looking for help with your product launch, be sure to head over to workwithkr.com. Um, learn a little bit more about we do, what we do. But apart from that, um, let's actually talk about how to get traffic to the website. Traffic a, and a marketing plan, there are two types of ways to get traffic. The first way is organic. Okay, so organic marketing efforts essentially means things you don't have to pay for And then there's paid marketing efforts, which are paid. So what I call paid marketing efforts is going to be, you're doing Facebook advertising, you're doing Instagram advertising, Uh, perhaps you are paying an influencer to promote your product, perhaps you are doing um, SEO, Google AdWords. Those are like anything you directly pay for that's a paid strategy. And then what's super popular, especially for brands that are starting out and may not have this like huge marketing budget, Um, microphone here, I mean, I have a huge marketing budget is they're going to go to the organic side of things. So what is my combination? I, well, what's, which one do I like better? I love doing a combination of both. I think you have a very healthy marketing strategy when it combines the best of organic methods and the best of paid methods. Of course, the bigger your launch, Kickstarter is really now a, a marketing game. So the more you can spend on ads, the bigger your campaign's going to do, assuming you have a product that will sell. That's very a like, little caveat there. But I love a combination of both. How much you spend on ads completely depends on how much you wanna raise. Of course, the more you want to raise, the more you wanna sell, it's a numbers game. Uh, So for my average client that may not have like $50,000 or more to spend on ads, like what do you do? What does this organic paid uh, hybrid look like. So, I like to talk about organic first because that's just my jam. That's what I love to do. Um, I've personally built up my audience for two years with nothing but organic traffic, and I find that those, this is just my favorite. So, how do we do organic, and what are the pros and cons? The immediate con, like the bad side to organic, is that it will, if you only exclusively build up your audience using organic methods, it will take a lot longer, okay? Because you are limited to your network and the people you can directly contact. As opposed to paid, the pros of paid is that it gets you in front of more people, it's an expedited timeline, you're able to reach more people in a short period. So organic, while it's free, does have a trade-off of your audience not being that big. Um, what is What do I love to do for organic? So I love uh, immediately looking for the highest leverage things I can do. So if I'm launching a product, the people most likely to help me are immediately my friends and family. So that's the first place I'm going to look to see if I can get support early, like early support in terms of maybe they're sharing it with a friend, maybe they're financially helping, like by pledging the campaign or buying my product. Um... I'm also looking for influencers in my space that have an audience that I can tap into, and even if I don't know any influencers with an audience of the product that I wanna go after, can I make a list of people, Instagram influencers, YouTubers, um, that will help promote my product by partnering with me for a giveaway, or maybe they will Post about my product because they they love what we 're doing, and it 's a value add to their audience for good content right stuff like that 's all organic. Um, another thing you could do is is blog so perhaps you um, going back to part one when we 're talking about um, your customer avatar buys your product because it helps them achieve a desired situation, so I use the Advil example where if I have a headache, um, I'm going to buy Advil because the desired situation I have is to relieve my headache. So when you can communicate with your, um, your customer on how your product does that, you a really great way to bring in your customer avatar to your audience is by blogging or maybe posting value-add content on LinkedIn social media. Um, My favorite, I usually bring this up, but Monk Manual, again, not an affiliate, I just freaking love their their product, but Monk Manual uses the value-add system very well, where they are a planner, as you can see, and so they post on social media helpful tips to help people be more mindful or you can actually download a, like the mindfulness pages on their website. So they're giving people a free resources, free information to help their customer improve their life. And this not only builds their email list, but it also helps people actually start to like warm up and eventually go and buy the product. So that's another great way to do it, is to work on creating content that benefits your end customer and will help bring them into you. How that works is while you're posting on social media, which is another form of organic, when you're posting tips and helpful information specifically designed to help your customer, you can be posting that on LinkedIn. And then when someone reads your article or they see your Instagram post or your Pinterest board or whatever it is, they go to your profile, they see a website, they'll click on the website, which is, guess what? It's your landing page for your product. And then they sign up for your mailing list, right? So there's little things like that. Those are all organic ways to build your audience. Um, but then the hybrid. So the other side of things is with paid traffic. Um, I think even if you only have like $500 to $1,000 to spend on Facebook advertising and Instagram, you should 100% do it. The reason being is because Facebook allows you, just doing paid ads allows you to get your product, your messaging um, in front of people that may not usually find you, right? And so Facebook, Instagram ads is gonna be a really great way to test, to test different audiences, to test the copy, the headlines, the images with an audience outside of your own, purely to get you data to see if in fact you are on the right track with your messaging. Um, Really important. And if you have more than 500 to $1,000 to spend, that's when you could really look to use it to to advertise your product launch and bring people back to your landing page and ultimately use Facebook, Instagram advertising to build up your email list. So that's like that's how I like to build up an audience. Um, I like to do this over the course of really my sweet spot. I love to do it depending on your goal anywhere from like six weeks to three months. Um, two and a half months is typically the sweet spot I see, especially if you're using paid ads to build up your email list, because you need time to to get stuff to work and and all that stuff. So again, uh, this is the end of part two. What is part three? Part three is talking about my favorite part of launching products, which is the actual launch itself. So we're gonna talk about in part three, which is coming out next Wednesday. I Don't know the date, but you'll get notified. Um, So part three is all about, okay, well now that we have this wait list of people, how do we actually get them excited to buy your product on the first day? And how do you actually get people to buy on day one? And then how do you scale that? You know, after you've launched your product, how do you build on that success? So that's really gonna be part three of this. Um, So thanks for watching. Again, if you're looking for help with your product launch, be sure to go to workwithkr.com. And if you have a follow-up question or something that you're a little confused about, please do uh, enter your, like, just enter the question in in a comment um, or whatnot, or uh, shoot us a quick email. So apart from that, thanks for watching and enjoy the rest of your day hey thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode for more like it as well as free resources be sure to head over to our website which is kirsten.com it's k-h-i-e-r-s-t-y-n.com and if you do not want to miss another episode be sure to subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms or catch the video version of this on youtube apart from that we'll see you next time